Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 165 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about the Milwaukee Bucks winning the NBA Finals. That's right, the Milwaukee Bucks are finally NBA champions as they beat the Phoenix Suns in six games in this year's NBA Finals. And Giannis scored 50 points in that Game 6 clincher, winning NBA Finals MVP. This was a monster series for Giannis Antetokounmpo. He has been criticized a lot this postseason for a guy who's won two MVPs. I mean, at one point in the NBA playoffs, commentators were talking about the fact that Chris Middleton might be the alpha dog on the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes, Giannis hasn't always been the most clutch player, but he is by far the best player on the Milwaukee Bucks. And those other two star players are star players. Drew Holiday is a star player. He's a star defender. He's a really good offensive player. Chris Middleton is an all-star caliber player. But Giannis Antetokounmpo is the only superstar on the Milwaukee Bucks. And he is the biggest reason why the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions. I'll say this. As great as it is to see Giannis become an NBA champion, it's equally devastating to see Chris Paul lose another playoff matchup. I mean, this might have been... Chris Paul's last great chance to win the NBA Finals. I mean, this guy is by far a top five point guard, and I think winning this NBA championship would have put him in the top two or top three with guys like John Stockton and others. I mean, he would have been on that list. I mean, I think there are people that still put a guy like Isaiah Thomas ahead of Chris Paul because he's won two NBA championships, but if Chris Paul wins a title, I think that elevates him above a guy like Isaiah Thomas, especially if he won one with this Phoenix Phoenix Suns team. I mean, Chris Paul was the biggest reason why the Phoenix Suns had their turnaround season this past year. Yes, they were really great in the bubble last year, but if they had not added Chris Paul this offseason, they never would have made it to the NBA Finals. He was the missing puzzle piece for this team. He brought Devin Booker more consistency. DeAndre Ayton had started to up his game because of Chris Paul. Yes, Chris Paul did not have a great NBA Finals. There were way too many turnovers, but he is the biggest reason why the Phoenix Suns made the NBA Finals. So it's kind of sad to see him not win because I do think this was his last great chance of winning a championship. I mean, in the coming years, the Lakers are going to bounce back. You're going to have the Clippers. You're going to have the Utah Jazz. Maybe the Dallas Mavericks finally put themselves together. This might have been the only chance for the Phoenix Suns to make it to the NBA championship. There is no guarantee this team is going to make it back. The interesting decision that Chris Paul has to make this offseason is whether or not he should opt in to that $44 million contract or if he should opt out and take more years but less money. That's what I think Chris Paul should do, by the way. He should opt out, take like a three-year, $35 million deal with the Phoenix Suns and have them use that extra cash that they saved to add to this roster because this roster could use some additional pieces. I think they could use another big man to go with DeAndre Ayton. Yes, they have a nice roster. They did lose a key piece in Dario Saric, but I 
I do think they could use an additional big man, like somebody who could just go in and do the dirty work, because I don't think that team has it. Like, DeAndre Ayton is their only capable big man, and then I think the rest of their bench is okay, but they could really use some more scoring off the bench. But I'm not certain this team will ever bounce back from blowing that 2-0 series lead. I mean, that is a devastating loss for this Phoenix Suns franchise, so it will be really interesting to see if they can bounce back or if next year they have a real drought. Listen, I think Devin Booker is one of the best young players in the NBA, but I think people elevated him way too early. He did not ball out this NBA Finals, and that's one of the biggest reasons why this team did not win the championship. DeAndre Ayton did not have a great Finals. None of those three guys had a great Finals, and that's the reason why the Phoenix Suns lost four straight games. And for the Bucks, this was a huge victory because at one point in this postseason, everyone wanted to blow this team up. They wanted Mike Boonholzer to be fired. They wanted another star player on the Milwaukee Bucks to go with Giannis, but their two other stars really balled out this postseason. I mean, Drew Holiday at points in this series shut out both Chris Paul and Devin Booker. He is a fantastic defender. I feel like a lot of people forgot about the fact that Drew Holiday also balled out in the postseason when he was a member of the Pelicans. Remember when he shut down Dame Lillard in the postseason a few years ago? I mean, this guy has always been an excellent defender, and he proved to be a huge upgrade over Eric Bledsoe. Like, Eric Bledsoe never would have shown up in the NBA Finals the way that Drew Holiday did. So that move was a huge victory for the Milwaukee Bucks. They gave up on a guy on Eric Bledsoe who's insanely talented. He's a star caliber point guard, but Drew Holiday is a way better defender, and more importantly, he is more clutch than Eric Bledsoe could ever be. And then you have Chris Middleton, who came up in the clutch when you needed him. Yes, his shooting was inconsistent at points this postseason, but think about this. In Game 5 of the series, all three of the Milwaukee Bucks stars combined for 85 points. That's Giannis, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton. That big three, if you want to call them, came up huge in this NBA Finals and proved that Giannis doesn't need another superstar player on the Milwaukee Bucks. And that's the even bigger victory for Giannis and the Bucks. Giannis didn't need to leave the Bucks and join the Warriors with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green to win an NBA Finals. He didn't need to leave the team to join the Heat with Jimmy Butler and Goran Dragic. He didn't need to leave this team and join a super team. I mean, after last year's loss to the Miami Heat, everyone thought it was inevitable that Giannis Antetokounmpo was going to leave the Bucks and join the Miami Heat with Butler, with Bam, with Tyler Hero, with Duncan Robinson. And instead of doing that, he re-ups his contract long-term with the Bucks and defeats the Miami Heat in the first round of the postseason 4-0. They sweep the Heat. They beat the Nets. They overcome an 0-2 deficit to the Nets. They overcome an 0-2 deficit against the Phoenix Suns and end up winning the NBA championship. It's a very good story for the league when a guy wins a championship with the team that drafted him. I mean, you have Dirk with the Mavericks. LeBron ended up doing with the Cavaliers, but he had to leave them first. I mean, Kevin Durant tried to do it with the OKC Thunder. Russell Westbrook tried to do it, but if guys can't win with the teams that drafted them, you're going to have more and more of these superstars leave these teams. I mean, it's why Dame Lillard is thinking of leaving the Portland Trailblazers, because he doesn't think it's possible with the Blazers to end up winning 
winning a title. So for Giannis to do with the Bucks is a huge victory moving forward for other stars. Maybe some guys are going to stay with their teams and that creates parity in the league. That's why this series was special because it had two teams in the NBA Finals that no one expected. They're two smaller markets. I know that's not great for the ratings, but still it was an entertaining, fun series and you had a surprise winner. I mean, for so many years we knew the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers were going to make the NBA Finals. So to have these last few years where we have some surprise people make the Finals, like nobody imagined last year the Miami Heat were going to make the NBA Finals, and this year nobody could have imagined the Phoenix Suns were going to make the NBA Finals. I think it's good for the NBA to have some surprise final matchups. I mean, this NBA Finals also showed us that the regular season mattered. I mean, the Phoenix Suns were one of the more consistent teams all year long. The Milwaukee Bucks were consistent all year long, while those other teams were brilliant at times, like the Nets, like the Jazz, like the Lakers. The Those teams were more consistent than those other teams, and they were rewarded with a trip to the NBA Finals. I think this was one of the best possible outcomes for the NBA Finals. It's not always good when the Nets swoop in in the postseason and bring it on and go to the Finals, because that shows you that the regular season doesn't matter, that it's all about the superstars. I think it's really good when a team like the Phoenix Suns have a great regular season and then ball out in the postseason and make the NBA Finals. I think it shows you that every game matters in the NBA, and the NBA needs more and more of that. The same for the Milwaukee Bucks. They were consistent all year long. The Phoenix Suns were consistent all year long, and that's what we got in the NBA Finals. And I know what people are going to say. The counter-argument to that is these teams benefited from injuries. Anthony Davis was not healthy. If he were, the Lakers would have made the Finals. James Harden was not healthy for the Nets. If he were, the Nets would have made the NBA Finals. That's all well and good, but that's always going to be a factor. Injuries are going to happen. Guess what? If the Warriors had Klay Thompson, I think they'd still be an NBA Finals contending team. Injuries happen no matter what. I think it's good for two teams who balled out all year long to show up in the postseason and make the NBA Finals. I think that's good for the league. Also, the Conference Finals was great for the league. I mean, you had a bunch of teams that had been a very long time since they won the Finals. I mean, the Bucks hadn't won a title in 50 years. The Phoenix Suns had never won an NBA championship. You also had the 76ers who hadn't won an NBA championship since the 1980s and the LA Clippers who have never won a championship. To see teams win championships that haven't in a long time is very good for the league. Yes, it's great when the Lakers are there. Yes, it's great when the Celtics are there. Yes, it's great when those mainstream teams are there because those teams are popular, but it's also great when these smaller markets end up winning big. It's also really good for the league when a guy gradually wins a championship. Like Giannis had to go through his playoff struggles with the Heat last year and in years past. It's like when Michael Jordan had to go through the Pistons time and time again to end up winning a championship. He stayed the course. He won a championship with the team that drafted him. That's why that's special and you don't get that a lot because a lot of the times Kevin Durant loses to the Warriors and then the next year he's on the Golden State Warriors or LeBron James loses to the Celtics and then the next year he's on the Miami Heat. I mean you don't get to you don't get to see like he learned from that experience. He just jumped on to a team that had a lot of stars and I get it. Superstar teams are 
aren't bad. I like super teams. They're entertaining. They make you talk about them. I mean, all year long, all we talked about were the Brooklyn Nets because they had Durant, because they had Harden, because they had Kyrie. They were of intrigue because of those free players. But were they really that great of a basketball team? Or did they just have these free stars that we cared about? I mean, Giannis and the Bucks were a real team. We had seen them go through those playoff struggles. We knew what they could do, and they finally put it all together and won an NBA championship. I think that's more of a rewarding watch than winning the Nets win a championship by buying one. Let me put it to you this way. None of those free stars I just mentioned, Durant, Harden, or Kyrie, when their careers are done, you are not going to think of them as Brooklyn Nets. You are going to think of Durant as an OKC Thunder or Golden State Warrior. You are going to think of Kyrie as a member of the Cleveland Cavaliers, and you're going to think of James Harden as a Houston Rocket. When you look back at the career of Giannis Antetokounmpo, you are going to think of him as a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. That's why him winning a championship with this team is more special than if they won a championship with the Brooklyn Nets, and that's why I think it's good for the NBA. Moving forward, it'd be great for Luka Doncic to win a title with the Dallas Mavericks, with for Trey Young to win a title with the Hawks. I think those victories are more meaningful for Jason Tatum to win one with the Boston Celtics. Yes, it's still special if these guys leave and join other teams and win a title, but I think it's more rare nowadays for a guy like Giannis to stay on one team and end up winning a title. Take Chris Paul, for example. I sometimes wonder if Chris Paul regrets leaving New Orleans in the first place. He kind of left that team to compete for titles. Yes, he's been on those Clipper teams that had star players. Yes, he was on the Houston Rockets. Now he was on the Phoenix Suns and he got to an NBA championship. But if he had ended up staying the course with the Pelicans and winning a championship, he would be considered one of the all-time greats. I don't know if that's really possible. Maybe that organization was so dysfunctional that Chris Paul had to leave it. But you have to wonder if staying the course is more rewarding than trying to win a title on these super teams. I also don't think the big markets matter anymore. The fact that Giannis plays for the Bucks doesn't matter. We still know that he's Giannis in these bigger market teams. Yes, the Lakers have LeBron James, but LeBron would be a massive, massive star no matter where he played. We know that because he was on the Cleveland Cavaliers. He was on the Miami Heat. These bigger markets don't matter. So Chris Paul left the Pelicans for the LA Clippers. What was the big deal about that? Chris Paul is a star no matter where he is. I don't think those big markets matter anymore. It's about winning. And Giannis won the big one as a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. And I think that's special. And I hope that becomes more and more of the norm. I mean, player movement is really important though. I mean, I don't want to say that free agency shouldn't happen, but I don't think as many superstars should be on the move as they are right now in the NBA. Because listen, I get it. When free agency is really boring, look at baseball. They have no player movement and their off season is way too long. There should be more player movement and it should happen at a really fast rate. But there's an other side of things like, is it really worth it? Is joining these super teams guaranteeing you a trip to the NBA Finals or a victory? I don't guarantee that the Brooklyn Nets are going to ever win a championship with these free stars and I won't believe it until I see it. Like, I don't think Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving are going to win a title together. I think Giannis has a better chance of winning again next year than the Nets have of winning one. I really enjoy watching those teams that only have one 
one superstar end up winning the title. I mean, a few years ago, you had Kawhi Leonard with the Raptors. Yes, he had Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Fleet, but Kawhi Leonard was the lone superstar on that Raptors team. All those years ago, Dirk won a championship with an aging Jason Kidd. He was the only superstar on that roster. Yes, they had Sean Marion. That was a really good basketball team, but Dirk was the lone superstar, and now you have Giannis. He was the lone superstar on the Milwaukee Bucks. I think that's that special and rare to be that lone guy, and it's probably more rewarding. He doesn't have to share the credit with other big-name players. Giannis is going to get all the credit, and it's earned. And there's always that case that now that Giannis has his first victory, it's going to be easy for him. I remember when LeBron won that first championship with the Heat. Now he's gone on to win, what, four NBA championships? The same thing could be happening for Giannis Antetokounmpo. I don't know if Giannis is the best player in the world, but I would not be surprised by next season if he is the best player in all of basketball. What I would say is don't expect this matchup to happen again next year in the finals. I don't think the Phoenix Suns are going to be back there, and honestly, I would be a little bit surprised if the Milwaukee Bucks were back there. I think those other teams are coming. I think other big free agency moves are going to end up happening. I think Dame Lillard is going to get traded this offseason, and that could change the dynamics of the league. I think Bradley Beal is going to get moved this offseason. If the Lakers get Bradley Beal, think of how lethal that team is. That's the team that needs to pull the trigger and get Bradley Beal, because LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Bradley Beal, I think guarantees them at least a trip to the NBA Finals. So I think those offseason moves are still going to happen and they're still going to change the landscape of the league. But it is super impactful that a team like the Milwaukee Bucks ended up winning a championship without changing their entire roster around. I mean, yes, they brought in Drew Holiday. They got rid of Eric Bledsoe. That was the one move that needed to be made, but they have some really nice pieces. Brooke Lopez became a really underrated player these last few years with the Milwaukee Bucks. He's one of the best three-point shooting big men in the league. Chris Middleton isn't the overrated player like a lot of people were calling him this past year. This team is really good, and I hope this team makes moves in the offseason. That's how you end up re repeating. The reason that the Lakers didn't repeat this past year because instead of adding some nice pieces, they got rid of some important ones. Yes, they added Dennis Schroeder. Yes, they added Montrez Harrell, but they didn't do enough last offseason to keep intact their championship core. If the Milwaukee Bucks bring back their core and add some pieces to their roster, I wouldn't be shocked if they ended up winning again. I don't see it happening. I don't see repeat winners happening in the NBA anymore because there is so much player movement. I mean, one move could happen. Kawhi Leonard could opt out with the Clippers, join a new team, heal from his injury, and win a championship next year. That's how fast things can change. But now that Giannis has a title with the Bucks, don't be surprised if he ends up winning another one down the road. And now Giannis Antetokounmpo can remain a member of the Milwaukee Bucks for the rest of his career and end up winning a championship. This is a huge victory for 
for Giannis and the Bucks, and I think this is a huge victory for the NBA, that a team that stayed together for years and years ended up winning the big one without having to break it up and without Giannis having to join a super team. The Milwaukee Bucks are this year's NBA champions, and I think that's a very good thing for the league and its fans. I mean, as a fan of the Celtics, I hope Jason Tatum watches NBA Finals and thought to himself, wow, maybe I could do that with the Boston Celtics instead of leaving to join a super team. I hope other stars in the league took notice about what you could do if you stayed with your team and stayed the course. This was the best possible outcome for the NBA and for Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.